Hi, my name is Mike Miller with Freedom to Roam Travel and welcome to Vacation Buzz. Here I give you updates and news in the world of travel as well as reviews and tips to make your next vacation something to brag about. What is up ladies and gentlemen, Mike here with Freedom to Roam Travel and welcome to Vacation Buzz. Uh, well, it's been a bit. I uh, had some tech issues and a little sick, um, but I am back this week. Uh, today, we will catch up on the news and then talk about my visits to Amber Cove in the Dominican Republic from 2019 and 2020. So let's first jump into the news. Uh, Carnival, along with NCL and uh, Royal Caribbean, have now extended their pause through April 30th of 2021. Now, Carnival included some delays of certain ships beyond May, like Paradise, Magic, and Valor. Plus, the inaugural for Mardi Gras has been moved all the way to Memorial Day weekend. Um, sounds as if they kind of, they're doing what they we expected. They're staggering their restart. Um, but I think they're using that time to dry dock some of their ships. Now, Royal Caribbean and CL, they really, the other cruise lines, have kind of talked a little bit about when their ships are going to come, other ships are going to come out. But until we get closer to the actual restart, we're not going to know for sure. Now, a new testing requirement started on January 26th for those flying into the United States. All passengers will be required to show a negative COVID-19 test result taken no more than 72 hours prior to arrival back into the United States. Now, you'll present this uh, negative test at the counter at the airport in your uh, departure city. Now, this is for those visiting from other countries as well as U.S. citizens returning home. Um, the good part is the resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico that we know of um, are making, you know, they're working with medical partners and in order to kind of provide either tests either on site or somewhere to send guests. Um, it, this is going to be where it's important to know what the status is on testing at the resort prior to booking any vacation. So this is something we will go over when we're looking at, uh, you know, vacation, at least over the next few months until this, uh, you know, and hopefully this requirement will go away. But um, we're going to have something we're going to have to look at for the next, um, you know, few months or so. Now, there is a discussion of requiring it uh, to fly even within the United States, but I really don't think that will gain any traction. It's just not something that is, it's, it would be extremely unpopular and it would cause so many problems flying and would be a logistics nightmare at the airport. So I don't see this as something that's going to happen. Now, if you are a gambler, uh, Princess Cruise Line will start offering sports betting on their Medallion app while on board. Now, of course, you will need to be in international waters, similar to the rules uh, of, you know, the casino has for being open. Um, but if you are somebody that wants to gamble on sports, Princess is going to be the place to go. You'll be able to bet on current games as well as games that will be happening after you have uh, disembarked the ship. So... There's not much limitation on that. So that's kind of cool. What they've really done, um, you know, Princess, they've introduced their medallion class ships. They have about six of them now that are set as medallion class. 
Um, but by the time they restart, they're planning on having about 14 of their ships ready to go. So that's 14 ships you will have access to this medallion app. And you can even make, from what I understand, what I've read, you can even make a uh, bets in the casino without even being there going through this app. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how this works. All right, well, let's talk about Amber Cove in the Dominican Republic. Uh, first off, I got to tell you, this is a fantastic cruise port. So if you have an, an opportunity to do this, uh, this, have a stop in this port on one of your itineraries, definitely take it. This is um, one, of the, one of the stops you want to check out. So Amber Cove has been a stop on two of my cruises, uh, the Carnival Breeze in 2019 and the Carnival Sunrise in 2020. Uh, Amber Cove is a port built by Carnival and used by um, some of the other brands that they own, like Princess, I believe, has a couple stops there. Holland America, might they might have a couple stops there. Not as much as Carnival, though. Um, so although there is no beach right at the port, there is plenty to do. Um, there's a pool, uh, with a restaurant there, there's shopping, lots of shopping. Of course, every uh, staple that you have at a port, like Caraloha and Diamonds International and Tanzanite International and all that. And then if you're feeling adventurous, there is a zip line. Uh, and I believe there's a water slide. I never did go check that out, but there is a water slide you can check out. So... My first visit to Amber Cove was on the breeze in August of 2019. Um, this was a seven-night Eastern Caribbean itinerary. We really did not have a plan uh, when getting in, into Amber Cove, so we kind of just explored the port area for a bit before we finally wandered over to the taxi area. After a conversation with the, you know, with the taxi driver, um, we decided to go ahead and take a tour uh, in the taxi, and you know. You know, first, one thing I will tell you is you can feel pretty safe taking a taxi from the port because these drivers, number one, they have to get permission to come into that port area. They're not going to just be, you know, Joe Schmo pulling in there and they're not going to mess up their opportunity there. That's a money maker for them. When a ship's in, that's going to make them money. So you're always going to uh, be pretty safe taking a taxi out of there. Now this was a, a got a different definitely a different view of the culture riding through Porto Plata, um, one of the major cities in Dominican Republic. There's Porto Plata and Punta Cana. Punta Cana is further away. Um, there does not seem to be much a concern for lanes when driving, or really any kind of traffic laws for that matter. Um, so not a place I would recommend driving. Um, I think one of the interesting sites we saw during the drive was a man driving his family on a motorcycle um his whole family was on the bike uh the father was driving the mother was behind him the two kids and then the mother was holding an infant um you know you get around however you can get around i guess but you got to be resourceful right so our first stop was supposed to be the amber museum um don't get me wrong it was an amber museum but not the mu not the museum um, the reason they take you there 
is the store and uh, the, dr the driver probably has friends with you know with the owners but um you know the exhibit was cool but it was you know the store itself was a ripoff um they did have several exhibits with some pretty cool you know uh, facts and figures and stuff about the the mining and they had really cool pieces of amber but i found out later that there actually is an amber museum um specifically and i think it's got a jurassic park theme and all that so it was something that we missed out on but you know it's again it's part of the adventure of uh stopping in a port it wasn't the end of the world that, that this is the one we went to still was something cool so it is something that uh i want to consider you know they of course it is what it is um I, i'm sure there's some kind of kickback of uh bringing guests there which is pretty common in any any kind of tourist area now one of the really cool stops was the and i'm going to mispronounce this in the mccordix uh, m-a-c-o-r-t-i-x house of rum uh, here we got to see the process of making the rum um, some of the equipment that's used and of course we got a pretty comprehensive tasting I think we probably tried 10 or 12 different rums, uh, which was really cool. They, you know, would tell you all about the rum and, and, you know, the flavors and all that. And one of the things I found with these flavors is they weren't as uh, strong or strong in the alcohol test you taste. You had a smooth, um, it was very smooth going down, um, uh, you know, with the flavor and you really got the flavor. For example, one of the ones that I bought a bottle of was the coconut rum and it was amazing. Uh, they have a nice big bright store there where they have all the different flavors and different sizes that you can buy. Uh, so, you know, this was a, this was a fantastic stop. So later, uh, we stopped in town where there is an umbrella street similar to one of uh, San, the one in San Juan, Puerto Rico, but I'm sure it's not as nice. I'm going to see the one in San Juan, Puerto Rico sometime in the near future. Um, there we walked into this beautiful church. Um, we also visited a candy shop uh, where we tried some homemade chocolate. I think we had some homemade hot chocolate, which wasn't great you know, in the middle of August, but still, um, on the way back to the ship. Now we did stop at this beautiful beach that was pretty secluded where there was a, a restaurant. Um, after walking on the beach, we found out that the driver was having lunch with some of his friends. So we had to wait for him to head back to the ship. You know, again, it's just, it's part of the adventure. Uh, it is what it is. Um, you know, overall, it was a fun and an adventure, um, but I would highly recommend if you want to do a tour, uh, do one through the ship or at least a tour company. While the driver was really nice, friendly, and he never really, we never really felt unsafe, um, it was a little odd, and we did miss the real Amber Museum. So uh, if you have an opportunity to go and you want to go into Porta Plata and you want to do that tour, there are some fantastic shore excursions that will take you in there and, and definitely something you want to consider doing. Uh, it's an interesting, there's some interesting places to visit. So definitely something you want to consider doing. 
So my second trip to Amber Cove was on, it was in January of 2020 on the Carnival Sunrise. Um, uh, yep, all over, uh, over a year ago uh, was the last time I got the cruise. Um, and it was definitely a much different experience. I will say the, the Dominican Republic is much prettier during the winter since the trees are greener and, and less brown. Um, I noticed the difference as we were pulling into port, and it was, it was a, a stark difference. To me, at least it was. Um, and I actually showed the pictures of going in to uh, some of the family that went with me the first cruise uh, to, the, to Amber Cove, and they noticed it as well. So for this, this trip, we did an excursion. It was called La Casa en la Playa. Uh, this was an all-inclusive beach house experience. Um, such a great excursion. It was offered through Carnival. I think it was around $89 per person. You ride a motor coach from the port, so you'll meet uh, the host, Mama. Everybody calls her Mama. You'll meet her there at the port. Um, she'll got, she'll escort you on the motor coach over to the port, over to the beach house. I will tell you that part of it is on a dirt road, so you want to make sure that that you know you you're aware of that. The driver was really good; he did keep it pretty smooth, but you know just be aware that is something you might might encounter. Now, when we arrived, uh, Mama took it, you know, gave us the the rundown, told us all about the house, where to go, and um, then we were off in, off to the races. Um, the house was open air lots of rooms to you know to want to have a seat just relax and then there's also some rooms to change and, and restrooms of course and then when you walk out of the back of the house you run this fantastic beach now one of the things i i you know point out about the caribbean is that you know if i when i go to the beach here in at jacksonville beach it's wide it's long it's 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 you know um, it's a big beach and there's, you know, if it's low tide, you might have 50 yards before you get to the water, if not more than that. You know, with the beaches in the Caribbean, they're much smaller. They're not as wide. They're not as long. Um, so you, you know, just to kind of give you that expectation, but they're absolutely beautiful. Um, you know, the one thing about it this day was a little bit of an overcast, so it wasn't as pretty that it, as it could have been, but I, still, uh, still a fantastic place. Um, and like I said, when you walk out, you walk out to this fantastic beach, and then you have lounge chairs, you have hammocks, you have kayaks to use, um, and, and you have all that all available to you. And then you also have uh, wait staff that will bring drinks around that are also included. Um, it, we were on the beach probably with maybe 20 other people. It really wasn't, it, not a lot of people. It was, you weren't on top of anybody. You kind of had your own space, which was really nice. Um, took the kayaks out um, for a little trip. And fortunately, they would not let us go very far for some reason. I'm not under, I really didn't understand what the reason was. They didn't speak great English, so I don't know exactly why, but... Um, we only had like a small area that we could go to, but the cool part was, is, you know, there weren't really any waves or anything. So it was nice and calm and it was easy to get out there and the water was crystal clear. So you could see the bottom, absolutely beautiful water. I uh, wish the sun had been out, but, uh, it was still great. Now, uh, in the afternoon, they served a fantastic lunch, uh, with jerk chicken, uh, lots of sides and of course more drinks. 
Now there was no pre-made food here. Now they had the they had the grill right there on the porch of the house, grilling up. You you know you smelled the chicken. You know once they started cooking, when you're sitting on the beach, fantastic. And the food was incredible. Uh, I really think that is uh, that was one of the highlights of this of this excursion. Now the stay was about three hours, and then we headed back to the port. Uh, we did a little shopping, of course, and then it was time to head back to the ship. I found a little coffee shop um, called Cafe El Ciabo, uh, C I H, excuse me, C I H A O, I believe is what it was, or C I B A O, excuse me. And it was this little coffee shop that they had uh, ground they had ground coffee. They had bean whole beans you could get, and you could go in just let them know you, how much you wanted. They would scoop it up. They would grind it for you if you want to. Um, you could even get yourself a cup of coffee. Dominican coffee is really good. Um, I'll tell you though, it is strong, and I think that's the case with any of the uh, whether it be Dominican Republic or. Uh, Cuba or, uh, you know, even Jamaican coffee or Costa Rican coffee, you're going to find that it's much stronger than what you're going to buy at the grocery store or get at, uh, at the Dunkin' Donuts. So as I said, you know, Amber Cove is a fantastic cruise port, uh, and it's a destination you should try to put on your cruise list. Um, and you're going to find this on a lot of the itineraries. What you'll find is, for example, Carnival has the Five Night Eastern uh, out of Port Canaveral on the Elation that, that typically will do Amber Cove and Grand Turk. Um, the Sunrise does it, uh, all, you know, alters between it, uh, that and another itinerary. So you're going to find that. And you're also going to find it on the Seven Night Eastern, I believe, uh, on Mardi Gras, and then you'll find it uh, on some of the eight-night itineraries kind of stuck, you know, in there somewhere. So you definitely find plenty of opportunity to, to, to take that tour, to take that, uh, to, to hit that port. Now, like I said, one of the things I recommend is making sure that you take an organized tour. Um, it definitely would have been a better experience uh, to do that, but I would definitely consider doing a, an organized tour. Don't miss out on going to see some of those places. One of the cool parts about visiting these ports is, is diving in a little bit into that culture. Um, I like to kind of experience some of the food, some of the, um, you know, the, the drinks, uh, you know, of the, the flavors of the port. And kind of kind of experience what that country is like um you know don't stick to just the tourist areas but if you do uh, if you want to stay in port you don't want to go out there's plenty to do like i said you have the pool you have and it's a huge pool and then you also have of course a zip line and there's shopping and i did forget to mention right there at the port there are there is some stuff about jurassic park that you'll find now of course jurassic park parts of that movie the the first one was filmed in the Dominican Republic. So you're going to find some uh, information and some artifacts and things like that uh, there at the port. So, so check that out. Now, it isn't a place that you're going to fly into. Um, you can fly into Dominican Republic, but you're going to visit uh, most likely Punta Cana. 
which is going to be your resort area. Uh, so that's going to be your that's going to be your location if you're going to fly in and do a, a resort stay. Uh, the Amber Cove itself is really more of a uh, cruise port rather than anything else. It was built by Carnival. It, it's owned by Carnival Corp, and it's it belongs to them. Locals work there, but it's it's primarily just for that. Um, be interesting to kind of know what they're doing with it now, though. Uh, that would be interesting to know uh, when when it's when there's no ships going in. I wonder if locals are using it or, you know, what's going on. Um, that'd be something I'm going to uh, I'm going to do some research on that. See what I can find out. I'm sure I can find somebody that'll tell me. So before we wrap it up, I wanted to give the travel tip of the week. So each Tuesday on uh, Facebook as well as Instagram, I will post a travel tip for the week on Travel Tip Tuesday. So uh, this week I wanted to talk about reviews. So we all look at reviews for restaurants and hotels and cruise ships and you know, we, we go into uh, Cruise Critic, we go into Zagat's, we look at all the different options, Google reviews, when we're buying a product, we look at reviews. Um, but one of the things I always recommend is reading several reviews. You want to look at uh, multiple negative reviews, multiple positive reviews. You want to read, I usually read around 20, 20 to 25 different reviews and just make that a mixture of the bad and the good. And the reason for that is because if you you might read one review and it's going to give you it's going to tell you that this hotel was horrible. Well, why was it horrible? It doesn't really tell you. Um, and a lot of people will base their experience on a very small item. Um, on a cruise maybe because they missed a port. Well, they just, they bash the ship. Well, it's not about the ship. It was about you missing the port, um, which was something that couldn't be helped. So, you know, you want to read through those reviews to get something accurate. And of course, when you when you talk to me, I'm going to, to do that as well. I, you know, if I'm looking at a resort that I've never uh, booked or um, looking at a ship I've never booked, I'm going to look at some of the reviews and we're going to find out what, you know, what we need to know. And that is something that, that can be extremely, extremely helpful. So uh, that is the travel tip for the week. Um, if you are interested in following me on Facebook, just search for Freedom to Roam Travel, and you will find me there on Facebook as well as under the same name and in Instagram. Um, if you would like, you can also email me, and I will make sure I get you on the list for the email newsletter that I send out each month for Vacation Buzz. All right? So, well, you know, that's going to wrap up this week's episode of Vacation Buzz. Uh, I do appreciate you joining me this week, and uh, I know it was short, but uh, we're going we're gonna to keep trucking along. So you guys have a great week. See ya. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Vacation Buzz. Be sure to check out my Facebook and Instagram pages at Freedom to Roam Travel. For any questions you may have, I can be reached at mike at freedomtoroamtravel.com or 904-534-4318. You guys have a great week.